This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and massive to each and every one of you, uh, whatever corner of this globe you're tuning in from. I'd like to welcome you to the Polyhood Show 96.9 Plains FM. You're here with Seven Sephar, here to take you into the weekend. Uh, Joe, how has your week been? Hey, good man. Um, it's been very busy. The Dante and I, um, the Pacific Business Collective, we hosted a workshop and that was telling your business why on Thursday yesterday. Mm. And we had ooh, we had a good, a really solid turnout of business owners from around Christchurch, Pacific ones, show up um, who were keen just to learn more about why your business story is important. And it was good. We Marina was Marina Taylor, who's a strengths coach, a Pacific one. She lead the workshop and yeah it was it was really good what about yourself man um this week i have just been working um sort of back into it after the long weekend we had uh last week uh and even before the long weekend i had uh days off uh, from work so yeah it's uh back into the grind things but things are slowing down here because uh, it is the end of the year and the students have finished their exams. So uh, a lot of them have left to go back home, but there are still some around here. So, uh, yeah, we still uh, got to wait for them to finish their contracts up and then basically just leave. Mm. So mm. Um, with the students gone, do you get a bit of a break or? um. Yeah, sort of, uh, but they do, uh, I think if you, I think they're trying to get one of us to go on to the day, to do days or something, but I mean, I don't want to do days at all. I, one is because I've been doing this night shift for like the last couple of years, so I'm used to it, and two, because uh, there's so much dramas during the day, like with <laughs> the day stuff. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to, don't want to like, call anyone out but i just i just sort of like to keep to myself not not so much dramas but just can't be bothered dealing with uh so many other stuff (laughs) (laughs) i'd rather just uh you know uh work silently and just deal with my own stuff Mm. yeah it can be hard to adjust with sleep sleeping patterns and things like that anyway Mm. anyway on to upu of the week in today's upu sam is lay law, so uh, that uh, in Samoan means lost or lose. So, uh, if you sometimes see your uh, you know, your your sibling like peering into the sky, and you'd be like, Oh, that guy is lay law, he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can well, use they law, little car keys, 
Mm. Or uh, he looks very Leilua. Or, hey, uh, Jerry, have you seen uh, my uh, my million dollars that I had here? I will lay law, Sam. I lay law. <laughs> it's in Joe's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's another. So it not only just means um, lost or lose, but um, how would you explain it in that context, Joe, where I said, uh, I lay law, or, or we do, oh, I can't, try, I can't explain it, eh? Yeah, you've caught us in a double jeopardy there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so it's a bit Le Law with the explanation. Yes. <laughs> Le Law is like lost. Mm. And oh yeah, so Le Law's lost, but Le Law to not know. Yeah. Yes. Le Law to not know. Um we'll go with the first one. <laughs> Lay law yeah. means lost. We were a bit lost there in terms of thinking uh, about um, how that comes about. With uh, it, it's kind of like um, no and no, you know, n o no and k n o w no. Yeah. Uh, in terms of how that's how we've just gotten ourselves confused there. Thanks a lot, Sam. <laughs> oh, that is quite alright. <laughs> what yeah. I like about these words is that. Uh, you know, there are a lot of words as we've um, explained over, you know, the multiple shows where uh, there's no direct translation or meaning. Mm. So, you know, one word, lay law, can cover a lot of things. And uh, in some one context, it all makes sense. But uh, when you try to explain it in English, as I tried to before, I got a bit lay law myself. So I got a little bit lost myself. Lost in translation. Yeah, we do have quite a lot of words that have double meanings, eh? Just mm. like in the English one, where they phonetically sound the same, but they mean something different. Yes. Um, I was just thinking, like, even tali, eh? Tali can be answer. And yeah. tali is short for fa'atali as well, to wait. Yeah. Are, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, quite a, a few examples of that. Uh, on today's show, Sam and I are going to speak uh, speaking about the humble CV and cover letter. As we were as we were chatting before the show, we you know it's pretty hard at the moment in uh, around New Zealand after the mandates with people who have um, chosen to not get the vaccine and unfortunately will be looking for work. That, that's a that's a bit of a shock for quite a lot of people. I've seen some teachers that have been in the industry for like twenty plus years or so choosing um, not to get the vaccine and now looking for, for work. Um, you know, we've just, it's a very hard and testing time at the moment, mm. but um, which led us to thinking about CVs and cover letters, their role today. Why, why are we still using them, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have evolved by now to not need CVs and cover letters, but... Um, I would have thought like by now we'd be using like video CVs or some, something like that, you know? Mm. Um, but yes, that's what we're talking about on the show. Sorry, were you just about to say something? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. That's what we're covering on the show today. Uh, join us for that after this. 
Are you interested in taking part in or learning more about Pacifica crafting? Join the Island Breeze Social Club each Tuesday afternoon. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumutu Trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. Hello, Falava, and welcome back. As I was saying before the break, we are going to chat about uh, the old-fashioned CV and cover letter. CV, curriculum, curriculum vitae, or the resume, has been like the go-to for since jobs began, I guess, in terms of getting an interview. So on the show, we've spoken about interview tips, but we haven't spoken about the good old CV uh, and what it's for. So, man, how do you make the ultimate CV? So according to Seek, um, because people have to go through so many CVs, you have to make your one stand out. So it's a bit of color. I don't know about pictures on there or not, but um, according to Seek, you've got six seconds to grab the reader's attention. So when they pick up your CV, you've got six seconds to grab it. What do you put on the CV? Uh, that's what we're going to cover. But first and foremost, Sam, before you get onto that, would you add a picture of yourself? Uh, I don't know. I never have. Yeah. I don't think it's a, a normal practice, or is it? I've seen it before. Uh, I've been through people's CVs. Mm. I've, I've um, seen people's pictures on there. Okay. So, yeah. I, mm. That's something new to me. I, I, I would think that by leaving uh, your picture off there or, you know, by not requiring a picture is because uh, you're not really, as, as someone that is looking for workers, you're not really judging someone from their looks. So, uh, you know, regardless of what they look, that's not what they should be judged on, I believe. I don't know. I might just be trying to make stuff up. But I think that's what, uh, when you mentioned uh, we should be doing video uh, CVs, so uh, I feel that if it went down that road, it might be unfair maybe, or you might be like prejudged. As you said, like you got six seconds and, you know, if, as soon as someone sees your picture, you'll be like, oh, no, nah, don't want that person working here. But it's just like, <laughs> it, it, could, it, could, it could easily not be the case. But yeah, I, I think that's uh, probably why it's uh, not a normal practice. But yeah, I haven't seen people send in photos of their CVs before. Uh, but yeah, you uh, mentioned that you have six seconds to capture uh, uh, you know, your potential boss's attention. Uh, and uh, we're here to chat about uh, what to put on to your CV. But first of all, we want to talk about what not to put on your CV. Uh, and uh, these ones, are, uh, some might miss it. But uh, I've seen some people, I know some people who have uh, done these things and uh, who knows, it might have hurt their CV or not. But uh, the first one uh, that we have here as to what not to put on your CV is uh, a bad email address or using an unprofessional email address. So, uh, for example, uh, imagine your boss or whoever you sent the CV into, uh, they read your email address and it is uh, the addresses have underscore fun at hotmail.com not very professional is it joe nah it's not just use your first dot last name at whatever.com yeah uh, i think the first our uh, first emails is probably something that a lot of us are probably not very proud of 
Uh, I know my very first email address was TB underscore man, uh, which to me, back at Intermediate, meant Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, are you able to tell us what your one was, Joe? Or? Yeah, I still use it. It's sefa22 at hotmail.com. Oh, wow. Uh, it's just my name, 22. Yeah, 22, my birthday. And it's been that since high school. I've never changed it. Mm. So I, I, I know there are someone's and Eva just in case she's listening I'll speak really quietly uh, I mean just, just she's just in the other room but her one was like Eva Beaver oh my gosh <laughs> um, and like you know just those animal ones like Sarah loves horses 22 at yeah. hotmail.com <laughs> I, I had a friend whose uh, email address was uh, Pacific Beauty if we got to change that you know uh, oh. so when I say six seconds, that's the first uh, line of uh, words that uh, your potential new employee is going to be reading, you know, is your name, your address, and followed by your email address. So if your email address is something uh, not professional, they might just bin your CV straight away. Yeah, another bad thing that you should avoid doing is when you do your education, only put what's relevant to the time or to the role. For example, I've seen CVs before that like they listed that they were a prefect in high school and they went to so-and-so primary. Like, I don't give a damn about that. You're 30 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess the prefect one would be suitable if they were young, if they were just out of high school. Yes. Uh, But yes, definitely adding in uh, your primary school or like the kindergarten you went to <laughs> yeah, don't do that relevant education only yes another thing uh that you should uh put on your cv is um explain your achievements and responsibilities and use examples uh where it is applicable so uh you know don't be putting down you know some achievements that have nothing to do with the role or you know i i finished first uh, in my sports running competition or something, rather, uh, only put uh, achievements down uh, that um, reflect the job that you're applying for. Uh, another thing you should not do is to use shorthand or text language. So, yeah, be very professional. Use the full, um, proper English spelling of words, and yeah, don't fall into the trap of using. Text language, Y-O-U, not just you. <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, another one that you must definitely do is check your spelling. Um, something so easily missed, uh, and that could be the difference between you being hired uh, to not being hired. Uh, a little trick I like to use is uh, if I am writing my CV or any documents that I'm uh, writing out, uh, I'll... First of all, you know, uh, Word will pick up any misspells, but also I'll uh, maybe take a break and then come back to the documents. And, you know, sometimes uh, you miss things the first time around. Mm. So that's a little trick that you can use. Yes. uh, I think the last thing that you should uh, not include is, like, I I don't normally do this, but uh, actually I do. But, like, when you're putting in interests, don't list, like, all your interests. 
like have some have interests that are relevant to the job or like um assist in career development like your interest in terms of your volunteering or team sports they show that you can play in a team environment that you're um that you have a heart in volunteering heart for the community don't put stuff that you like oh i enjoy playing playstation yeah and no one wants to know that you play fortnite all right yeah no <laughs> one wants to know that <laughs> I mean, unless you are applying for a gaming uh gaming orientated job then yeah of course mm. list your interest is is gaming and, and sharing but on to the good stuff that you need to include on your cv some tips and, yeah some tips uh that we have here for uh uh what to add onto your cv is uh, when it comes to doing uh, writing out your professional profile, uh, you want to use this space as an opportunity to sell yourself. So uh, I know this is really hard for people that are, are humble. And Joe is a very humble person. So when it comes to selling yourself, uh, you really need to sell yourself here. So uh, don't, leave, don't leave any stone unturned. Uh, basically, you're putting yourself out there and... Uh, List everything down that uh, you reckon would help to uh, for you to land this job. Mm. Thanks, Barry. <laughs> the, uh, something good, good practice for your CV is to use easy fonts, bullet points, and clean formatting. As I said before, as we said before, sorry, six seconds is what the reader has, uh, and what your CV. Um, needs to do is have those bullet points that easily gets the eyes looking at key information. So not cluttered, just nicely spaced out and with a nice and easy to read font. When it comes to uh, listing your professional experience, uh, always make sure that you showcase your most recent uh, position. So mm. uh, if you're applying for a job uh, now, you uh, don't start with a job that you uh, had back in 2012. Uh, you always want to start with uh, the, it's probably the, the position you're currently in if you're applying for another job uh, mm. and then work your way back. And uh, again, just reiterating what Joe said, uh, use bullet points and uh, one other key thing is uh, have someone look over your CV. Mm. Uh, Joe's looked over uh, my CV in the past. Uh, and, you know, I always, I always trust what he has to say about things, uh, people that you're comfortable talking to. Uh, it's always helpful just to have another eye uh, go over what you've written. Yeah. Last but not least on our CV tips is to uh, and this is optional because I've only seen this recently where people don't include their referees. Um, some people do put them on there straight away, uh, but in cases lately, or well, the last time I applied for work, I just put in references available upon request. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine to do. Yeah. Is there a reason why you would uh, want to put down references available upon request instead of just putting your references down there? Uh, in some cases, uh, like it leaves a bit of mystery there, I guess. Mm. Uh, and it just saves space, saves space, um, in yeah, space really on the CV. And can they look up 
it's just it's completely up to you. If your references are people like the ex mayor of Christchurch or someone, like chuck them on there. But yeah, you know they 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 don't need to to read straight away that oh yeah it's this person from this job or this person mm. from a few other jobs like um, you can give those requests on their on, on their callback and it kind of like motivate uh, like there's a certain motivation to calling someone to ask, to ask for referees and stuff like that so if you were to have anyone on this world uh, as a referee on your uh, CV who would you want to have to who would I want to have as a referee yeah, that's a good question. Jackie Chan. I don't know why, but it would be Jackie Chan. That'd be just fun. Oh, imagine if you were trying to hire someone and on the uh, the referees had Jackie Chan. I'd just call. Th- <laughs> I'd call that number straight away. I know. <laughs> you, you got my attention, like in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of this guy's referees is Jackie Chan. <laughs> that'd be so funny. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other final advice, Joe, uh, for people who are uh, filling out their CVs or looking at uh, updating it? Yeah, if you're filling out your CV, it's good practice anyway. If you if you've been in a job for a while and you and you're um, you're getting new skills as you go, it's always good to update your CV as you go as a yearly thing, even if you're not applying for jobs. That way, if you do need to go look for a job, then you don't have to be like, oh, the last time I applied or, or wrote my CV was 10 years ago. Mm. That kind of thing. Yeah. So if you've got one up to date, that's great. The other thing is your Facebook, your Facebook, your online social medias. If you're looking for work, you need to change your profile photos to something that's professional because your first uh, digital interview is done on Facebook. Like it is 100, I, I guarantee you, they will look you up on Facebook. If you you're, you, you're a good candidate, Someone will definitely sneak and have a look at your Facebook profile. And if it's if they see stuff that's not good there, then you will be put aside behind someone else. That's that's a really good one, Joe, because in now day and age everyone is, you know, on social media or there's it's so easy to find uh out people on social media and uh yeah. One one or oh, one last thing I have is uh, if you are in need of assistance of writing CVs, uh, jump onto Seek. Uh, Seek have uh, you know, um, these uh, cool uh, documents that will help you uh, to write your CV. And again, uh, hit up one of your friends if, they, if you want to proofread your CV or not. Good to have another opinion, yes. Yo, as we were talking about uh, CVs and stuff, it actually brought back a memory of mine. I was in high school and I needed a summer job, and I went to apply for a job at Toy World. Uh, Toy World's going to regret never hiring me. I remember, like, I probably wouldn't have hired myself, actually. I remember putting in my CV. I had a front page for my CV, and it was a big picture of Optimus Prime. Wait, say that again? <laughs> I, I'll start with, I was 15. <laughs> I was applying for Toy World. <laughs> and the... And the the, my front page of my CV was a picture of Optimus Prime. Are you telling <laughs> me you didn't get the job? I didn't get the job. <laughs> Imagine if the person saw it, you know, six seconds and they're like, Decepticons all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and he threw your CV it's in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh man. Oh man, yeah. You oh, know, you know, you know that story right there. The person who received their CV, they'll have a story for life. They're like, that'll be a story that they probably told multiple times, bro. <laughs> they saw it. This idiot see me in a CV, bro. Optimus Prime on the cover on the cover letter. <laughs> oh my gosh! I thought it was neat at the time. I was like, "Yo, Toy World, I'm gonna put a Transformer on there, <clears throat> and who better to put on there than Optimus Prime? <laughs> It'll show them that I'm really into toys." <laughs> the person would have picked up your CV and be like, "Hi, it's <laughs> straight in the bin." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, God. I was so gutted. I never got the call back. Um, but yeah, I was waiting for at least the interview. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, you know, I would have been competing with people who who had experience. Yeah, I doubt oh. they would have a fifteen-year-old. Yeah. I remember uh, my first job was at Pack and Save, oh KFC. But uh, this is going uh, back to my second job when I worked at Pack and Save, and I was at high school and I. Uh, sent in my CV and I never got a call back from them but like I wanted to know if I got the job or not so I just kept bringing them and then mm. what do you know after like you know hounding them they ended up giving me an interview so if you keep calling uh, calling them back it will show that you're eager and you're keen to work yeah bro so, yeah it was either that or they were just like oh, just give this guy a job so he can stop calling us stop calling us gosh <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yes, that is absolutely what you can do if you don't get the job as well, is call them and just say, hey, like, just wondering, uh, and you can email this as well, uh, just wondering why I didn't get the job, if you could give me any advice as to how I was just short or why the other person was better. Uh, and not typically people, uh, um, businesses, organizations will be able to do that for you, which is always um something to work on for your next job interview if you go for one to all our matua out there who want to dance and get fit to pacifica music join our siva samu dance classes each thursday at 11 a.m call the friendly staff at tangata atumotu trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup but uh, thank you very, very much for joining us on today's episode of Polyhood. Uh, if you missed this episode or another one, you can download it from the Plains FM website or from the Sam Sefer radio page. Uh, Sam and I would like to thank Tangata Atamotu Trust, who have been doing nothing but awesome things in the community. Gosh, our team must be tired. Go Team Tat, we love you. Uh, for our listeners, we wish you an awesome weekend. Enjoy the rugby. Oh, Samoa vs. Barbarians, I think, this week, weekend. Yeah, enjoy the weekend. Stay safe. From Sam and I, Hollywood. That was Hollywood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.